Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I am your host, Tim Poma, alongside the lovely, the delightful, Kathy Canello. <laughs> welcome back, my friend. How are you today? <laughs> I feel always like I'm like on a show somewhere whenever you introduce me. Uh, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm living, out, I'm living out this fantasy of now walking out on stage and waving at everybody, and they're like, Kathy, I'm like, Thank you so much for all your best lifers uh, tips. (laughs) So good morning to all the best lifers. And I was thinking about, like, these guys, these guys, these people, these us, whatever, who listen to this show uh, are best lifers because they're always trying to live their best life. Like Like a lot of people are trying to live their best life. And we and I were just talking about how hard it is, not how hard it is, but how you have to navigate to make your best life happen right now because of all the different things that are happening in the world, all the things with finances, all the things that you're, you know, kind of looking at going, wow, where do I pick and choose my, my uh, choices on what I do, where I go, what I buy, what I eat, where I exercise, what it, all these questions totally. are swirling around all of us right now, you know, and you've got to find um, your peace somewhere in that. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, I'm attempting to break through. I'm actually in the process <laughs> of breaking through because I'm doing what I love doing, right, single day, to make it all make sense financially and not have to worry and stress and struggle about all the different things. Because uh, for far too long, I've lived in the scarcity mindset, and I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I want to elevate my wallet and uh, I know it's coming. I, I can feel it. It's like all this hard work I'm doing, I'm putting in countless hours, legitimately like 12 to 13 hours a day at the art studio. Um, sometimes I'll take like a three-hour break at the warmest parts of the day, and, and they go back uh, in the evening about 7. Um, the other night was there till 2 in the morning. Thank goodness that wasn't last night because I would have been really tired then. <laughs> <laughs> Being tired is not a sign of weakness by any means. Uh, when we're, oh. you know, when we're out there hustling our stuff, and <clears throat> so I mean, I think it's a good thing. It's like I think that when you're hustling and you're working and you're getting very little sleep, that you are in. You know, I mean, I'm a huge advocate for balance, but. I think that when you're really hustling and working and the reason you're not sleeping is because you're pursuing your dream, there, I just don't see one negative thing with that except for that you're just tired and so you're a little more loopy and you're a little bit more, but, but yeah. maybe maybe at that level we're a little more honest because we just don't have the energy to, to cover anything up. You're just like, are you good? No, actually, I'm not good. You know, like, now that I've I, time to just bear it all down. <laughs> Yeah, but no, there's I'm, a lot going I'm on. Very... So, are you so? So, I guess my question is: Are you living your best life in those uh, twelve-hour days? Absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. Like uh, being super creative, inspiring others to be creative. Like uh, I had, I've had people come up to me and and tell me how amazing all the work is that I'm doing, all the art that's coming out of the studio. I've inspired them to clean their house, which I'm not sure exactly how me painting paintings every single day, which by the way, I think today I'm on day 46 of a painting a day. 
And mm-hmm. um, that's, that's a lot. That's a big commitment to come up with an idea, to, you know, sit down and, and think it out. It's fantastic. You know, and I think about how, you know, how time flies, 46 days. But 46 days ago and the beginning of this conversation when you were going to do that, who, you know, however many shows ago, feels like a blip. Time really is sort of this um, irrelevant realm that we structure into our lives. And what I think about, so what happened for me this week, I have so many places I want to go today. First of all, let me just say that I went to a water lantern festival in uh, El Monte, California last week. And I did my first reel, right? Remember I said on last show I was going to do a reel. I got Uh 5,800 views on this reel. It was unreal. And uh, I I have notifications on, I don't usually have notifications on my phone, but for some reason on Instagram, I do, right? And so this reel was just hitting all night. I was getting all these notifications and I had to turn it off. And I was like, wow, the real thing, and I just want to point out, is the hashtags. Like I, you know, and I had that water lantern festival and probably everybody who left it. So real quick, if you go to my Facebook page, I did make the post public. Uh, there's a video of this reel that I did of the Water Lantern Festival, and I have to say that what was so magical about that moment for me last week was that there was a collective amount of people sitting down, having to put their thoughts, wishes, dreams, sadness, um, anxiety that they want to let go to, on, on this little box all at the same time and then letting it go all at the same time. And I was standing there thinking, you know, wow, like this is one of those moments in your life that you just, you know, have to take in and breathe in that you're going to have this moment and this is that one moment. So fast forward now to this week and somebody asks me about rapture. And, you know, like we're trying to live this blissful life and what is bliss and what is rapture? And my definition of bliss was that every day I'm doing what I want. I'm, you know, showing up how I want. I'm answering questions the way I want. I'm making decisions the way I want. I'm making choices the way I want. I'm deciding what to do that's best for me. That's bliss. But rapture. So I was like, okay, rapture for me has always been when I was in love. And I was in that situation where time was standing still at that moment. You know, when you're just with somebody and you're in a moment and it's just, there is no time. The time is irrelevant. So that brought you, so then she says to me, well, can you live in a rapturous state? And my answer was no, because rapture is fleeting moments, right? Like they're just moments in time. They're water lantern moments, which is the moral of my story. So on that subject, I was like, okay. So if doing what you love can give you rapture, and rapture is the highest feeling, and, you know, side note, you may have felt rapture because you've actually had a near-death experience. So I'm wondering if rapture fits in there for you on an emotional level, and how do we get to rapture at least once every day in our life? Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Oh, that's it, huh? Um, Yeah. I mean, like... As far as loving blissful moments, you know, like you sent me something the other day that was about like the room, that gaze, that uh, like touching of the legs, you know, like that loving emotional attraction. 
And um, it got me thinking like, what, what causes the attraction? Like, what, what is, is it? Is it a sexual thing? Is it a physical thing? Is it a mental thing? And as I was looking through it, um, like it got onto different aspects of the psychology of attraction, which it even went as far to like bring in smell to the equation. And I was like, huh, oh, smell interesting. is huge. No, smell is to me. Oh, it's just that memory of putting on someone's shirt that you know he's wearing it to bed, and it still smells like them. You know, I oh, yeah. posted this on my Facebook page, and the reason why I thought it was so interesting that it came to my attention this week was because of this, you know, feeling of like, how do you capture rapture? You know, not no pun intended, but capture how do you rapture? <laughs> I think I need to make a T-shirt, but how do you capture the rapture of life in your everyday life? in this way we're swirling around. But so looking through these, and some people were actually triggered by this post. Like I have so many emotions when I read that because of the sort of um, differences of what intimacy, and to me intimacy would breed rapture is, but contact. Smirks across a crowded room and raised eyebrows and knowing glances. And if, and And I was like, yeah, look at you raising your eyebrows. But I have to tell a story that one person in my life that I met, I was walking, when I, when I met him, I was walking across a room with a cheeseburger on a plate, and he walked by and he raised his eyebrows at me when he saw me at midnight, this girl, you know, eating a cheeseburger. And I never forgot that moment because I was like, what was that? You know, like this kind of a thing. So when I read that, I was like, wow, raised eyebrows means you have this sort of like unspoken language with somebody, you know, eye contact, unspoken language. And is it attraction or is it deeper than that? Is it, is it a knowing about a person that you just can't understand or shake? And so I really actually loved, I loved that, 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 that was intimacy smirks across the crowded room, you and me looking across the room and we know something that nobody else knows. It's 100%. a lovely moment. It's a rapturous moment, right? Totally. And I think it's so yeah. funny because the word rapture has like two connotations, right? Like there's like biblical rapture and then there's the actual what rapture means, which is like the a state of ecstasy, a high feeling, a state of ecstasy, or transporting yeah. of like from one place to another. So like that timeless moment, like you were talking about, like, you know, seeing someone and then instantly like walking in. I remember I was driving to Tahoe with a a girl I had just started dating and uh, it legitimately was like, I had never seen any of the space before. And I've driven to Tahoe a ton of times. It was like, Every, my eyes were open. I could see things so differently than I, I had ever seen them. And it was such a magical little journey, you know. And that's, I think, maybe possibly rapture at that point in time where it's you're just so enamored with that person or the energy that they bring that it allows you to see things in ways that you've never seen before. And it really opens you up to new possibilities. And I, that I'm into it. Let's go. Right. Well, so, and then it was like first hugs, 
which you always remember a first hug or any hug, like any meaningful hug is such an intimate moment because they can happen between, you know, lovers, friendship, family, um, saying goodbye, saying hello. Like a hug is such a beautiful, beautiful moment. And knowing that like two years ago, they kind of took hugging out of the equation and made it not okay. That was the thing for me during that particular time that was so difficult because I'm a hugger and I want to hug you. And I'm one of that probably doesn't want to let go as soon as you, but you know, I try to respect people's faces and then, but then the next line was a kiss, you know, will be your last. And I also know that moment. You know, and is that rapture? Because does that mean that maybe the sadness of knowing that's your last kiss with somebody, whether it's my mom's forehead or a kiss on the cheek, knowing I'm not going to see you again, or, you know, like there's just so, but is sadness rapture? And so, or is it intimacy? And so I was wondering why people were triggered by this particular quote that I put out there. But I, as I read it, I see that it starts out with these beautiful moments and goes into sometimes Intimacy is also that super vulnerable moment. And one of the things that said in there was like crying in the car alone at a red light. And that's when you, when you have stuff going on in your life and you get to the red light and you have that moment that you're stuck with yourself. Oh, here I am. God, I've been emotional at every single look at me. <laughs> We're not even at a red light, Kathy. Come on. No. Right. But when you get to that moment and you allow yourself to really absorb what you're feeling in your heart and those tears start to drip, it happens to everybody. I know I'm not the only person that that happens to, you know, or they wouldn't write this down on a piece of paper, right? So when I read that, I was like, so is that self-intimacy? Is that allowing myself to just feel for a moment and be okay with whatever that feeling is? Yeah, opening yourself it, up to vulnerability, allowing that that your emotions that have probably been weighing on you for an extended period of time come to the forefront. And if, if it only takes that red light, man, we should be so lucky to be able to stop uh, at that moment and, and really drink it all in and maybe spit it out mm-hmm. after we're done, you know, like <laughs> that would be the, that would be the uh, optimal because, you know, that's the uh-huh. letting go piece and, and that I had this week of, you know, the thing is you can think you let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, but there's always something there to remind you, you know? And so I think it's more about acceptance rather than letting go. You know, I think that you have to let go and, you know, for me, it's like, there's just so much there I don't even want to go into, but like, you have to let go, but, but there's also pieces that sometimes they're with you, they're in you, they're, there's moments, good or bad, that aren't going to leave, so you just have to move into acceptance and be like, okay, this happened, and I'm going on with my life. Well, yeah, and then also, remember, we had discussed in a previous episode, like, becoming better at dealing with the emotions so it's when mm-hmm. it pops up you're not triggered anymore because you've worked through it enough and you can see it for what it is and thank it for being there and let it like just let it be because there is not a lot you can do about it when like something happens on the outside that causes us to feel a certain way on the inside like the only control we have is how we're dealing with it emotionally like what we are allowing ourselves to uh, have bubble up. And so as we go, as we progress, and as we heal from all of the past and stuff like that, we can, <laughs> uh, we can 
address it differently than we have before. It's like we had discussed a long time ago, old Kathy, new Kathy. What would new Kathy do? <laughs> What's old Kathy? What has old Kathy done? Like what, what, well, what is so different about those things? What's actually very interesting since that actually was whenever many shows ago that I had shared that is that uh, it took me a minute to really know who Kathy knew Kathy quote unquote is because as we're going through these things and as we're evolving and as we're learning and as we're putting that past, so to speak, behind us, uh, you are becoming a different person. And, you know, it's just, um, it's been a wild ride for me. I've had ups and downs. Like I was thinking I've had the highest highs and the lowest lows in the last three months, but that's life. Like that's, you know, that's, and then in those moments, I'm still having rapture. I'm still finding peace. I'm still finding balance. I'm still finding joy. I'm still having happy, fun times. And then there are moments where I'm sitting at a red light and the tears are coming down my face. And I think that, so when those tears are coming or when you have that in your body or when you, you have emotional an emotional journey, then make sure you're balancing with all those great things. Go to the waterland, I went to the, go to the bar, go to the concert in Malibu, go to the, like I did so many wonderful things while trying to lift myself up and let go of, of a lot of different, you know, things that, or personal that have happened to me. And I'm like, okay, you know, like it's just a one day at a time journey. It really is a one day at a time journey. And if you take it one day at a time, it just makes it so much easier. And if 100%. you look at the blissful moment and the rapturous moments in each day, even if it's only one rapturous moment, one moment of intimacy with a person, doesn't have to be romantic, but just, you know, could be a hug with your mom. It could be a hug with a friend. It could be uh, a phone call. It could be a text saying, I think you're great, you know, like whatever it is. But always trying each day to have that moment will give you the hope you need to keep going through an emotional journey, I guess is what I want to share. Absolutely. Because I've been going through it. And one of the things on this list it said was, an in, was intimacy of losing your footing. And losing your footing is like, you know, it happens. Like, you, I, I think of myself as taking a big slip across the floor, you know, and being like, what? <laughs> like, we yeah. talked about bad, you know, making bad decisions and mistakes. And losing your footing also is one of the most humbling, wonderful experiences because when you lose your footing, you have to get back up or you're just laying on the floor. So those are your two choices. So I read that and I was like, yeah, losing your footing. Like, it's part of life. A hundred percent. It definitely is a part of life. And, you know, success looks like getting back up. And that's all it is, yeah. right? Like, fall off the horse 30 times, get up 31. That's the way it works. It gives me joy to even think of it. That gives me joy. Yeah, to think of that's life. exciting. The, the opportunity I was, I was that say, you have to get up and do it again in a different way and it's better with a better result and finding your footing. I was going to say earlier, how do you eat an elephant? You've said that before, one bite at a time. One Uh, bite at a time. And, you know, like with my art project I have going on right here, 365 paintings sounds daunting. But if I just take it, focus on this day, today, and that's it. That's all that matters. 
I, I get my stuff done at home, office work, and then go. That's it. 46 days. Like, you you know, 46 days turns into 365 days really super quick. And I think that time is going extra fast. I'm not really sure why, but I feel like it's going extra fast. Uh, so you have to just grab those moments, especially in the next, like, eight weeks because summer is here and summer is really here. And I am, you know, super blessed to have the lake. So you got to get yeah. out there. It's have you been, magic have right you been paddle boarding like crazy or oh, what? Well, when I was here, I mean, I was in L.A. for eight days, but uh, the first thing I did when I got home was go straight to the lake and paddle. That's the first thing I did. I didn't even stop at my apartment. I just went straight to the lake. And then um, yesterday morning at 6.45 a.m., me and uh, two of my Blue Lakes crew um, met on the lake, and we it was flat as a pancake. You know, we did our three-mile paddle, and then we kind of go over, and then we float back. And uh, it was magic. It was like I said to them, if I die and I get to choose heaven, like, this is it. You know, the only oh, thing I would want to. is maybe some, like, mint chip ice cream and a look bar, and I would have been in heaven. Huh. Like, <laughs> those are the things uh, I deny or- myself here on, on Earth. <laughs> But if I get to heaven, I'm going to be on this board, on this lake, eating a look bar and a mint chip ice cream cone dipped in hard chocolate. Why don't we just make the entire lake out of mint chip ice cream at that point in time? That way, if you're, you're just hungry, no, you get I, in. No, the water was the, – the water right now at Blue Lake for all our local listeners is, like, beautifully warm. Like, I can't believe how warm the water is. It's, it's more than – you know, because it's always been, like, Tahoe water, really cold. It's cold. It's not cold. I'm telling you, it's bathtub. I was like, what is happening? So maybe there is something to this global warming thing, but it, it's definitely happening. Uh, the water's warmer. Yeah. It's, it feels good. And I just want everyone in this whole, in this whole uh, community to get out to Blue Lakes in the next seven or eight weeks if you can. And you have a special invitation to come to my dock because they're really right now being super, super – like nobody can come in without paying or no, unless you live in the community and you have a key. Oh yeah. Pine Acres isn't taking JUs and Blue Lake Plaza is charging $25 a person, you know, and like, what? so there's like, you know, 150 people who live in this community that have keys to three separate docks. And I, and I'm like, okay, now it is who you know. That's awesome. <laughs> now it now is it who is. you know. It's, it's actually day. always been about who you know. Yeah, we'll do it. I'm excited. I need to get out anyways and see the world, the wonderful world. I've been trapping myself in the studio, like that big project. So. But you're, but you're living your dream, okay? So you're, or you're living your passion. I mean, your dream. My dream is probably like to just be sitting on a yacht somewhere, drinking, you know, Dom Perignon, and. Well, yeah. that's my dream too. Philly. I can go further with but that dream, to. but I'll just leave it right there because I know what the rest. <laughs> yes. Who's there? Yes. What's there? What are we doing? All of it. Like, but but you're so my but our passion is where our our bliss daily bliss lives. So if you're doing something you love to do every day, even if it's just for twenty minutes, you're going to be able to. What do you call it? Like Joe Dispenza says, rewire your brain. Totally to seek the blissful moments in your life. And 
so joy and rapture for me are fleeting, more fleeting moments. But, but this one person who was discussing rapture with me told me, she asked me, how can, I, how can you live in rapture every day? What's your pathway to rapture? Um, and I was like, one thing I wrote down was let go of any voice that is not mine when you're doing what you love. So like, I would also like says, Tim, you know, just for Tim, you're doing this uh, painting a day, but you really should be working in an office because you need to pay the bills. Okay. So, so you're doing what you love. And I, so I wrote, why am I doing this? Let go of any voice that is not yours when you're doing what you love. And I thought, because people can be very judgmental and tell you how to live your life, you know, and no, nobody gets to tell me how to live my life. Nobody gets to hold me back from my dreams. No, you're, you're in charge of that. I was going to say, you know, if, if we are listening to self-talk too, at the same time inside of these spaces, when we're doing things, always remember that if it's not the highest, nicest and best voice, it's not really us either. Like our souls speak to us through like kindness and love and compassion, empathy, non-judgment and all those things. But if it's mm-hmm. something else, then we need to remember that that's probably not ours. It's been planted in us by other people's doubts in us. And in order for us to move forward, we need to like really pay attention, conscious effort in our thoughts. So, you know, Ooh, I'm, cool. I'm just loving today's conversation. This is why I miss you, because I was, I was like, oh, I really need to talk to Tim, because it, it helps me. And what's an interesting thing is that while we're doing this podcast, I'm also processing my own life. You're also processing your own life. And, and, you know, like how cool to share that with people who can now ask themselves the same questions. And so I just so appreciate this show, and it, season eight has been just phenomenal I really you know like we got some good feedback people just saying that you know they've been really like oh and if you would just take a moment to like share subscribe especially share because we are 80 listens away from 20,000 downloads which in the Joe Rogan world may not be a lot but in the best it is the most badass thing because for me it was always a dream to be on the radio. For some reason, I wanted to be, like, on the airwaves. And we have made this happen. And um, since we've been doing our show together and you came on board, I've had a lot more activity because I think you bring not only a younger voice but, like, a male voice. And I think that helps, you know, the balance of, of yin and yang. We're all male-female energy and we need both energies in our life you know like i need male energy you need female energy it's just the way it so works bad. yeah <laughs> you can just so see bad. your face just now <laughs> well uh, go out there the only... get some female energy get some male energy yeah. like, just like just live your best weekend this weekend and enjoy life as much as you can best lifers indeed Well, I think that is a beautiful place to end it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again to the Best Life Cafe. And uh, sincerely, have the best weekend ever. Much love. Many blessings. Mm, Much love. Bye.